listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Behave is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code BEHAVE10, BEHAVE, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. It's All Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is a modern-day Thomas Edison. He loves to invent in big ways. He loves to dance and has done so before millions. And best of all, he unleashes a contagious can-do attitude to bring out the best in shelter animals. Please give pause and applause to the one, the only, Steve Wozniak. Hey, welcome to the show, Steve. Oh, thank you very much. All right. Yep, Arden's in the house. And so we want to know, why is the inventor of the Apple computer, a man voted into the Inventors Hall of Fame, landed, how do we land him as a guest on our pet show? How does that logically compute? Well, you're going to find out right after this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. There's a movement afoot. ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code BEHAVE, B-E-H-A-V-E, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash behave, B-E-H-A-V-E, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more. Attention. This is the waiting by the door. With shaking tails and happy hearts. 
Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter. Available on iTunes. Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Doc. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the All Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest is Steve Wozniak. Yes, the Woz is in the house. The man who invented the Apple computer, the guy whose garage houses both a Hummer and a fleet of Priuses, and the graybeard guy who was brave enough to do the tango on Dancing with the Stars. You know, you're a man who turns ideas into creations, Steve, and it seems like your quest is to make life uh, easier, better, and smarter, not only for people, but four-leggers as well. Thank you very much. Um, actually, my whole life was dedicated to a couple of things, and one of them was helping other people and the other was technology and became very good at technology but boy that you know when we started apple i will tell you a story i refused to take a job i refused to start the company at first because i didn't want to run a company just because you have to dictate a lot of other people and push them around and be kind of a nastyish character you need a bit of that and i wouldn't do that and I only joined the company once it was assured that I could just be an engineer and do my engineering, develop the products we needed. And I kept that. And I've had a lifelong love of, you know, I'm very involved in a lot of just charitable activities and the sort, but also pets. Uh, somehow, you know, I was one of those people that the, the cat that could not go near anyone else would just love to come <laughs> up to me when I was, you know, two years old. And they tell me these stories. <laughs> and I have loved all kinds of pets my entire life. I just look at them and think of them as a young child because we've never built a computer that has as much intelligence as the household pet, even if your pet's a goldfish. We wow. never, and we admit it, and we admit it openly. Wow, that's a great quote. I mean, I've heard a lot of quotes from you, but that to me is a strong quote right there. I mean, you were the same guy who said, never trust a computer you can't throw out a window. That's right. You know, well, I, I like a lot of things on a personal level. I'm not so much a theorist who sits back and comes up with uh, <laughs> ideas. I like to have real practical things that are in your hands. And I've been a longtime pet owner and uh, a lot of dogs, but other pets as well. And I've loved them all so much. You know, my dogs sleep with me and I will talk to them. You know, you watch a little girl talking to her dolls and mm -hmm. you think that's normal. I'm like that as an adult talking to my, to my dogs and telling them, you know, how great their mother was. And <laughs> She had such a nice coat and always wagged her tail when you saw her. I get you. I get you. Yeah. But don't you think pets, though, have been sort of a secret asset for you or a hidden commodity to, to bring out your best? I don't know that I've ever thought of them that way. I think they just make me, um, they give me a, a, just a part of life that, you know, was a deep seed inside of me and many other people. Just mm -hmm. to have that, that sort of, you know, companionship and trust and, you know, taking care of one another, all that stuff. 
So it's just, and you know, and, and I think of like, especially I think of my dogs as kind of like, you know, young children, maybe two years old, not quite, you know, and I've had three kids of my own too grow up. So, and it's like the dogs are at that status of they understand certain things. They follow certain things. They have feelings. You know, I really believe that. Right. Oh, definitely. Now, currently you're a critter pack. What kind of dogs do you have and what are their personalities like? Sure. I have a couple of Bichon Frises at home and they're just so true. They're just, you know, cuddly people animals. They're doing and they're very well house trained. Basically, they notify us when they want out. That's and a plus. I, yeah. And you can tell so much. They have such a close bond and such a need for us humans. What are the names of your doggies? Father is Benny. And that name was originally selected by my young son when he was about nine years old, a long time ago. His son, I was, I've only had one in my house dog litter, and I named the three dogs that came out X, Y, and Z. Of course you did. X and okay. Y went to relatives, but I fell, I fell in love with Z when he sat his head in my, my hand. The instant he was born, I just fell in love with him, and he's curled up under the desk at my feet right now. And, and as far as he knows, that's... Where he was born. That's his home from when he was a baby. These are good names. So my wife and I decided even if we have a child at this later point in our life, and it's a boy, we'll name him Z because it works. Hey, Zorro's gone. We need a new Z. We need a Z of the 21st century. So I think uh, your son would be in good hands with you. And I'm sure the Z, the dog, would give him some good guidance. What about the other dog? It's Benny and Z. That's the names? Yeah, and Benny's the dad, and he's a very good dad dog. He takes care of little Z and, you know, uh, licks sleep out of his eyes, that sort of thing. That sounds good. So let's get right to it. You have a nice special connection with the Humane Society Silicon Valley, which is in California. And I just went on the website for everybody. Just dash over to, it's very easy to get it. It's just www.hssv.org. And I saw your 27-second YouTube video about some of the things you're planning to do with them. And there's a campaign underway. So let's talk about that. Sure. I've been associated with the Humane Society Silicon Valley, HSSV, for quite a long time. I have a good friend going back to third grade who works there, Chris Gunderson. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I have done events. In fact, um, we had a fundraiser a couple of years ago, our big our big fundraiser of the year, Kathy Griffin and I were like the king and queen of the fur. Okay. <laughs> so that was great. And she got on stage. I didn't know how to act with her, with her right next to you. You know, you can't even think of good, funny things to say into a microphone. But, you know, just it's just one of those things that's become very important to me. And they've moved into their new center, which is, you know, just is glorious and huge and has all these great things for dogs to have a good time during the day to get exercised and worked and, um, you know, kind of a pet hotel. And and one of the things I admire, this is one of those humane societies that only takes in pets that they can, you know, likely place. So they never have to get rid of a pet. They never have to euthanize any pets. That's a smart idea. I like that. But, you know, the total number, some pets have to be euthanized somewhere. But this organization spends a great deal of time finding adoptees that, well, adopters that will adopt the pets. Well, you know, that's smart. I mean, you can only do what you can do. And sometimes not to do the apple pun, you don't want to take too big of a bite, if you will. And it sounds like this Humane Society has a very good focused mission. Yes, and the people there are very um, pleasant, delightful to work with. They love being there. They love what they're doing. And that, that turns me on, too. And I think when someone visits looking for a possible pet, that just, you know, increases the chance that um, they're going to find the right one for them. 
Now, this Humane Society, they are finishing up a fund drive to try to raise $150,000 by the end of 2009 for the new Animal Community Center. But it sounds like they have bigger plans. There's a, a big $25 million building campaign. Well, that's correct. Yeah. I'm not that involved with all the finances, but I'm, I'm definitely trying to raise some money with Team Waz and with okay. the charts. I want, what I want to do is everyone that donates to Team Waz in response to my online YouTube video, I want to get their email addresses from the HSSV. That hasn't happened yet. There's probably some privacy issue, but I want to email them all back and meet them if possible and thank them for their contribution. And you even said if the people who just watched you on Dancing with the Stars, just everybody just gave a dollar. Can you imagine the power that would be? So how can someone be part of Team Waz to help out the shelter? Well, you can go to the Humane Society website, okay. Humane Society of Silicon Valley. You gave the hssv.org, and you can click there to get to the donors, if you, and if you look me up, I'm sure I'm probably on the front page. I haven't really checked lately. Oh, There's yeah, team, I see your face. You're, you're Waz, doing... I'm not Team Waz is not the leader at the moment of the top ten participants, but uh, I'm certainly going to uh, change that. <laughs> we'll try to help with our show too. Trust me. Right now, people have to kind of find it by accident. Okay, we don't want that. We want them to make it an easy way to do that. Now, this center it also seems to be um, part of what you like to do. Besides invent, you seem to be a very green-minded guy. So it sounds like the center is trying to be nice to the environment too. Yes, and you know, well, you can. Treat Green is a very difficult word. It's more of a label than anything because almost anything you do that sounds green to somebody has other aspects of it that might not be green. But, um, you know, we definitely keep, I don't know, the intent is to be good and green and clean. And, you know, (laughs) one of the problems is it's like people say, well, is a bicycle greener than a car? And everyone would say yes. And the trouble is the money that you didn't spend, the money that you saved, gets spent on something and all the manufacturing of it creates, you know, CO2 and uses energy, and it's basically for the amount of money you have. Right. The greenness, you know, the the anti-greenness is about equal. Now, you have a Hummer, but you also are in love with Priuses, correct? Yeah, and I haven't driven the Hummer in about five years since I got my first 2004 Prius. I just love the Prius because, you know, I'm not against Hummer either, but I just love the um, the smooth feel of the drive, and it's convenient. I drove to San Diego one time and got 54.1 miles to the gallon for 416 miles. I used less than the 12-gallon tank. That's what I was asking, if you had any records you set, because you like to set records, whether it's video games or something else. So has that been your highest uh, mileage rate, the 54.1? Uh, you can get a higher rating over a short-distance drive, but mm-hmm. for 416 miles, that was um, very notable. And I'll try to do it again. What was your secret? Because I have some friends that do drive Priuses. So is there any Steve Wozniak secret tips on how to maximize the mileage? It turns out that by playing very carefully with the gas pedal and <laughs> your instantaneous consumption, you can help a lot. I cheated, too. And I got behind a big truck a large part of the way, and which made me slow. But I was being drafted and sort of pulled by the truck. And that, that helps. So I you know, cheated a little, but I'm very happy. You know, whenever I talk to anyone else that doesn't have a Prius, I get better mileage. So happy about that. Well, I'm glad. You also, when it came to that Nintendo game, I understand years ago you did so well that they weren't even allowing you to put your name on the scores. So you came up with a clever response, correct? 
I don't remember that a Nintendo game. I remember Nintendo had- Power. I understand, and you can correct if it's wrong. It may just be part of the Steve Wozniak folklore, but they said you did so well and scored so oh, yes. many high scores that you were barred, banned from printing your scores. So you reversed the spelling of your name when you made your score submissions. That's right. Nintendo Power Magazine, a long time ago, when the Game Boy came out, it came out with the game Tetris, and I mm-hmm. became very good at that game. I started <laughs> sending in pictures of my scores, and I was at the top of the list for the whole country. Nintendo Power Magazine represented the top scores, and I was number one over and over. And when they wouldn't print my name, I sent it, I spelled it backwards, Evans Kanesau, Steve backwards and Wozniak backwards. I mailed in my high score and um, and they actually printed that. <laughs> I didn't put Los Gatos that time because they would have said, oh, the same city, it's a trick. They would have caught it, so I put the next city over, Saratoga, and there I am. Did they ever catch you? Well, I don't think it mattered that much. They just wanted other people to have a chance to get their name on the list, but I was still the highest, and I take credit for that. And, you know, I, I love that game. I take things, some things in life, when I really get into them, I take them very seriously and work really hard at the one thing, and I wound up even giving the Game Boys with Tetris to older President Bush, wrapped in red, white, and blue, and wow. to Gorbachev, wrapped in red. And how did they receive them? Well, a week later, President Bush had a some kind of heart malady and was in the hospital briefly, and mm-hmm. then he was on the news shows and in a magazine playing Game Boy. I don't know if it was mine. He had <laughs> could have given it to him but or grandkids but that uh, might have been games i don't know about you but don't you think games the ability of play play and pets i think those are two needed outlets in this age we live in it seems like we're so multitasking all the time what's your take on playing games as kind of an outlet for you does that bring out more creativity does it relax you or is there any advice you can give others the best word is relax because when i did my you know high, when i was really a, a key developer it's intense work. Like I said, you work very strongly in one direction. I would work constantly. You know, my brow, the muscles were pulling in my head. I'm trying to think out and solve problems all day. And those little breaks you get for jokes, for relaxation, for games, even a movie are so important a part of life. I believe that the, the fun should accompany the work and even teaching. Learning should be accompanied by a lot of how do you make learning fun, you know, and not just even the subject you're teaching. But a student that, that is motivated to learn is going to learn a lot more than the one that gets the best content spewed at them. So, I, you know, I've always believed that. When I Actually, when I watch my pets, I go out with them to the park, I love right. to watch the dogs play. What is it that brings them that kind of joy? What is it they like to do? And, you know, and that's true for children as well as pets. But to me, it's I want to do anything I can to enhance their enjoyment of the world. I look at my pets and I say, Every day, I want to be the happiest day of their life because you measure life by happiness. How much you smile compared to how much you frown. And every night, I put them in bed. This is the happiest day of your life, and you're so glad to be alive because that's how it should be. You know what? I give you a pause up to that. I I totally concur with you. And in fact, I can want to give you and your two doggies and your wife, I'm going to send you, I've written 20 pet books because I try to keep doing it right. You know, one of these days I'll get it right. But there's a perfect one I want to send to you. It's called Happy Dog, Happy You. And it's full of hundreds of ways to bring out the best in you and your dog without costing a lot of time or money. And we try to reach out to a lot of charities. But if you're game, I'd be honored to give you that. And uh, hopefully you and Benny and Zeke can paw through the pages. Oh, I would want that very much. All right. Know. Well, that's almost anyone it. asks me, "What's the biggest thing in your life?" And it's well, I do have a wife, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to make sure that that's the proper. By the way, 
Yes. Let me tell. Let me tell you how I came up with a wife, which okay. is it's a gal that's a geek, which is good for me, and she's in education, which is good to me because I care about a lot about education. Works mm-hmm. for Apple. Well, that's good for me. And we had met on a geek cruise sometime, but then there was a time that. I did a math puzzle on her. I like math tricks and puzzles, and she mm-hmm. decided I was the one. But then I went on a speaking trip, and every day she would come over from where she lived to my house and take pictures of my dogs and then oh. send me the pictures on email with the captions like, when is daddy coming back? I know he's soon. I miss my daddy and all these things. And somebody had finally reached my heart so deeply to understand what those dogs meant to me in life. That was it. Wow, I never heard that. That is the ultimate love story. Talk about puppy love. She found out a new way to create puppy love for you. That was absolutely true. Well, we are speaking with Steve Wozniak. He's doing a lot to help many people and pets. And we're going to talk with him right after this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash. Right after these messages. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's 7-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florup.com and use the code OBEHAVE at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P dot com. Code word O-H-B-E-H-A-V-E. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code BEHAVE10. BEHAVE, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. Where have you been? Oh, Grandma, I've been busy, you know? Racing, GoDaddy girl. Oh, I built my own online store with GoDaddy. Really? Let me see. Grandma'sauction.com? Hey, aren't those Grandpa's golf clubs? Grandma needs her bingo money. Use promo code BEHAVE10, B-E-H-A-V-E, the number 10, and get a .com domain name for just $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand. 
only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer from the National Geographic Channel, and you're listening to All Behave with Arlen Moore. Okay, good, Caesar. Good boy. <laughs> I'm wagging my tail. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to All Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Steve Wozniak is our special guest, and I'm learning things about him that I never, ever heard. And I'm so glad to hear about your pet connection. You're out there trying to help the Humane Society, Silicon Valley, raise some money to get a very nice shelter in California. Folks, just go to hssv.org and join uh, the Team Woz. Is that correct? That's correct, and the shelter exists, but we're finishing it off. Okay, well, so, we want to make sure it's finished in the a big great bulk way. Of the, the big bulk of the $25 million has been done, but boy, you know, there's still a lot to do, and, and everyone there is doing such good stuff. We have, you know, so many mm-hmm. doctors on staff and take care of the pets so well when they come in, and every one of them is, you know, a pet that's going to go into a home. That's great. I have uh, some critters in my house that are... A couple of them were two-time shelter rejects, and they're doing quite well, Chipper and Cleo, so, and a cat named Murphy. And I've taught my two dogs that cats are gods, so everything works out. Good, so very you, good. Now, when you were speaking about your wife, Janet, your ex-gal pal, Kathy Griffin, who's, I love her show, The D-List, I got to tell you. She's got, talk about having some bite. She sure does. She said that, quote, about you, she said, he met someone very quickly and then they got engaged. I've had dinner with them and she's a thousand times more appropriate. It sounds like you're even loved by exes. Well, I'm nice to everyone. And Kathy and I, you know, had a boy, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that wonder what would have gone on there because I'm, <laughs> I'm a bit witty myself and she's number one. But, and her dog, I, you know, her dog, I love her dog. I just, oh, I just can't stop petting him and rubbing him. And then I walk away and I'm covered with an inch thick of dog hair. <laughs> it, <it's> a, <laughs> I come to prefer the dogs that don't shed. Yeah. Well, you know, she does a lot for pets too. And we're hoping to get her on our show as well sometime. But, you know, I'm impressed. This is a good way to give back and you're you know you grew up and I guess you got a ham radio license when you were you know in sixth grade you've done a lot of things ahead of the curve but it seems like when it comes to pets anyone in any circumstance can do something big or small to make a difference sure and you know and pets can be you know it doesn't I, I mean I have mostly dogs now but I have I've had cats that I love I've had a lot of rodents in my life so any kind of pet you know it's just I don't know why we're, we as humans just have a part in our brain that says we want that kind of companionship very many of us so what's up for you now what are you working on now for folks to kind of shoot their focus towards you i mean you seem to be all over the place but you are a master at multitasking i am all over the place right now i was i had a very quiet life a few years ago and then my last son graduated from high school and i was sitting in a big house all alone no wife no kids and i started saying yes to all these things i hadn't used a passport in 10 years speaking engagements around the world in exotic places i really love to get to places I could never get to in my life and people that I would never meet in different industries. I'm also in that time I started, I wrote a book that I'd put off for 20 years called I Was. Now I want to make sure we get, it's called I Was from computer geek to cult icon, correct? 
That's correct. I also started a company that went public, and I'm working for a company now that I love dearly. I mean, it's incredible to watch, you know, a growing company, new exciting thing that's going to change the way computers look and are built. All the major computers of the world are going to be changed forever by this company, and it's like it's like at Apple again. You're on the the brink of a revolution. Now, this is Fusion I/O. Is that correct? Fusion I/O uses the sort of chips that are in your cameras and your iPods Mm -hmm. and basically found ways to make them into the highest performance hard disks in the world. I mean, better than any kind of storage like hard disk. So it's a whole different type of storage. It's maybe not as cheap as a hard disk per bit, but it's so much faster. It's in between that and memory. It's like a new type of memory. And we figured out how to do it better than all the other people in the world. And it's a Salt Lake City company. I love the company. I love the people. I love the products. And I love the fact that the products are number one in performance. A lot of people are trying to do the same thing, and they just can't equal us. You are totally unleashed, and I hate using the pun, but seriously, don't you feel like all of a sudden you've reached a stage in your life where you're able to just do things instead of think about doing things? You're doing things. Well, it's a little bit like um, I'm not really driven necessarily to do things. I want an interesting life first. I want an in-between life. I want the life where I can go to a concert, a movie, a restaurant, and just be like a normal person and talk to people and chat with them and have a normal life. I decided that long, long ago. I wasn't going to let something like big Apple success and all the money change me as a person. In fact, after Apple, I said, what would I have done if Apple hadn't happened? And one of them was I would have finished my college degree. So I went back to Berkeley and I used a fake name, Rocky Raccoon Clark. And I, I earned my degree. My diploma says Rocky Raccoon Clark. I, and I wanted to teach fifth grade. This is like pets. I cared so much about young people. And I went and I actually taught fifth grade and higher grades and teachers for eight years secretly. No publicity, no press. So it's like, you know, I tried to hold on. Holding on to who you are is very, very important to me. I have a blessed life. I have an enchanted life. I get invited into these most unbelievable things like uh, like meeting Kathy Griffin, like, you know, going to the Emmys, like being on Dancing with the Stars. Who in their life could ever get an incredible, you know, invitation? Although I have to tell you the truth, I turned it down a lot of times at first, scared to death. Because, you know, well, you know, you don't know. Hard. I'm like, I can't do what I see on TV. Nobody thinks, and I've never seen it on TV either. And it is hard at first. It's very scary whether you don't know whether you're even going to make it by the first dance. That's the scary one. Then after that, you've sort of learned some ways of listening to music and counting beats and learning how to learn. Yeah, it looks really hard, but it's just captivating. You just really want to have see each celebrity get better and better with each week. But it is not a, a cakewalk at all, is it? Not at all. And, you know, this life I have is sort of interesting because I can walk into a party and I'm not a social person. I don't know how to go look at people and I never try to pay it. I can't even recognize a celebrity. But everybody important kind of comes up to me and introduces themselves. So I have it very easy for my status. That's good. Well, you've done a lot, but I also think you, there's something about you that's quite welcoming and down to earth. And that's probably why people come to you to talk to you. Oh, great. <laughs> I that's have your compliment for the I, day. <laughs> it, thank God. I stay, I stay out of the real nasty, you know, political squabbles and that sort of thing. Non-political. Yeah, that's what you said from the very beginning, your edict, when you went on board with helping with the other Steve, Steve Jobs with Apple, is that you didn't want to lose who you were and you didn't want to become this towering, demanding boss. Right, yeah, you were- power. I didn't want to ever use power over other people. And, I, you know, my dogs I treat very much the same way. You know, I prefer it when they can, you know, be running off their leash and, you know, doing mm-hmm. what they would do, what they want to do. 
So you're more of a benevolent leader, would you describe yourself with your dogs? Yeah, it has to carry over to, to children too. I don't try to force my values on my children. I, my mm-hmm. parents were very good about this. Let them find what they like. You know, experience a lot of things in the world and come up with your own values and your own choices. And that's what brings you your real happiness and knowing who you are. I think you're right. We are speaking with Steve Wozniak. He is the inventor of the Apple computer. His resume is so long, we'd have to have like 10 shows back to back just to list them. But as you have heard, he's quite a down-to-earth guy that is always true to himself, and he wants to bring out the best in pets and kids. I mean, you've done a lot of work. I know you did the uh, stint as a secret uh, fifth-grade teacher, but you know the Los Gatos School District has benefited by a lot of your time and your talent. Of course, you know, before that, I was doing what a lot of people in my position do, which is donate money or parts. I donate maybe a million bucks worth of computers to the local district. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know what? If you care about something, you don't donate money. Because if you have money, that's nothing. That doesn't have much meaning. If you want it to have meaning, you give yourself. And that's when I decided I should teach because it is important to me. And I don't want to make it one of these phony things like a singer that goes on stage and is all has all these instruments, all these devices that correct their voices and musicians that know how to play. And they really aren't that talented, but they're a big, well-known name. I didn't want to be that in that category, the phoniness stuff. I wanted to be genuine. The fifth grade. Why the fifth grade? That seems like a pivotal point in a child's development. I will admit that I sort of wish I had taken a lot of offers to teach college courses now, but uh, looking back. But I had had this goal since when I was in sixth grade. You know, parents asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, well, I want to be an engineer like you to my dad. And I said, but second, I want to be a fifth grade teacher because he had impressed on me how important education was in our life and how important our teachers were. So I kept that goal. And when I was in psychology courses and the like in college, I would always pay attention to any aspects that touched on the development of children's minds, cognitive development and things that, you know, that applied and how I wanted to think about it. And I always had this dream, hope that I would someday be able to teach because you're helping people so much in their lives. And, you know, then I was unsure when I actually did it, I was unsure if I could, you know, and I taught computers. But I didn't know. But I found out that one-on-one, if you're teaching one person, you care about them. Same thing with a pet. You can succeed. And then up to a certain number. I was good up to about 20 kids. But once I got a class of 30, they could, some could hang out and not be paying attention. And that's where mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I didn't, the education wasn't as good at 30 as it is at 20. That's a good point. Is there anything else you'd like to add? We want to make sure people go to the hssv.org site. Any other sites that you want to name for our listeners? Um, nothing I can think of now. It's a major one going on. And, you know, if you feel that way about pets, about life, whatever, you know, people doing things the right way. This is, I would recommend HSSV, and you can either donate it in, go to my category, donate my name, you can donate in your own name, you can make the donor list. And you can also, like you say, give some of your time and energy and talent, too. It's not just about writing a check. Yeah, and it is amazing to go visit the place, too, if you ever get well, a chance I, to. Yeah, I live in but California, be, but, but so it's not that far. Yeah, and of course, of course, be careful, because it's so easy to fall in love with all the pets there. <laughs> Yeah, you've got to make sure when you're bringing home a pet, you're going to have them longer than the life of maybe one or two cars. And and if you're Steve Wozniak, probably longer than a dozen inventions that you've created. So you've really got to make sure when you adopt a pet, it's a lifelong deal. Yeah, and and when I adopt my next pet there, it's going to be, you know, I'm going to pick pretty much a pet that's not as easily adoptable by other people. Maybe it's older, maybe it, you know, just doesn't have some attractive characteristics, but... I want to do the best for, you know, all the pets. 
Well, that's the teacher and the caregiver in you. Sounds like it's coming out. It does. It always does. Yeah, that's right. You, you're a natural at that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, we will, after the show, I will get the details so that we can send you the book. And I want to make sure it's B-E-N-N-I-E or Y. I always want to spell dog's name right. I don't want to come back to bite me. Um, it's Benny? I-E. It's I-E. Okay. And is ben. it just the letter Z? Just the letter Z. Okay. I can do that. I will make sure that we do I that. I like things simple, and Z has turned out to be a great name. It's like J. You know, come here. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, Steve, I really do appreciate you being a guest on our show. It means a lot. We have a lot of people who tune in, and I think we're going to explode now that they know that we have had you on as a guest. The nice thing about our show is once it's posted, it's like TiVo for the ears. Anybody can listen anytime and download and all those wonderful ways to do it. So welcome to the world of technology, right? Yeah, thanks very much. I'm going to find other ways to reach out to even, like, I mean, you reach a very pet-centric audience. But I want to mm-hmm. reach out to the the others that you know. It's more of a, an idea, and they're not in that world too. You know, bring them. I have and a bring feeling. Them in to discover yeah. the the humane society and what they do. I have a feeling you will find that way. I put my money on it. So again, thank you, Steve Wozniak, for being a guest on our show. I also want to thank our cool producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. And for all you listeners, just go to petliferadio.com, zip over to the O Behave Show. And you will see the show posted and more. In addition, go over to the uh, Humane Society, uh, Silicon Valley, HSSB.org, and check out what Team Waz is doing to help shelter pets. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat only on PetLifeRadio.com.